1: Listening to Happer and Shaper on ninety-three-seven The Ticket and the dot We have been a lot of different places today. Big, big-picture basketball conversation. Big, Not fun. Encroaching on a big picture football conversation that we more still fun. haven't really had. Yeah, there's there's a there's a twinge of hope there. Basketball feels like it's dwindled. Uh, we also looked up 2005 pictures of Ben Roethlisberger, and I decided that about 70% he looks like Dane Cook. I think it's more probably closer to 35% of the time, but no, there was you showed me like four pictures, and only one of them he didn't look like Dane Cook.
2: Now I'm just going to Google if other people have this opinion.
1: Does 2005 Ben Roethlisberger look like Dan Cook? He had the backwards hat on. You know, he had the 2005 hair where it's like kind of coming out the side, you know. And then I told Schaefer that I watched Employee of the Month briefly on Saturday, and he questioned that decision.
2: Yeah, I don't feel bad about that one. I all. like,
1: I enjoy that movie. I think it's good. I, it's, I not, it's not anything about the performance of Dane Cook or Jessica Simpson. I just enjoyed the movie. Here's Dane Cook. Yeah, he looks like 2005 Ben Roethlisberger. A little bit. A little bit. And kind of now Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know what Dane Cook looks like now, though. I haven't seen him in quite some time. Which is probably for the best. Yeah, probably. Probably. Dane Isn't Dane Cook one of those guys where, like, he's notoriously not liked by anybody? Well, I think there's... Um
2: didn't he have the allegations of joke stealing and Mm. it's one of those things that if you get on the outside of the comedy community you just get like crapped on for the rest of your career and you know comedians are such a fleeting thing like dane cook had a moment he definitely had
1: a moment people were listening to dane cook's comedy album right all throughout high school like daniel tosh yes Yes.
2: Um, you know, like there's just these people that will pop up for a little bit of time and then they kind of disappear for a while. People were so. buying all of Dane Cook stuff on iTunes. Now they disappear because stuff comes out about them and they get canceled. canceled.
1: Yeah, and Which I, maybe Dane Cook had a little bit of do.
2: Do you want me to, to Google did Dane Cook ever get canceled? I'm
1: pretty sure he like dated some younger women. And then that's his that's his deal. I don't know if he was canceled, though. Whatever
2: happened to Dane Cook? A story written in the Patriot Ledger in October of 2021. Mm. I will quickly read the story to myself.
1: No, I want you you to read some Uh, of it to me. I
2: don't know that I can read it out loud. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Never mind then. Mostly because I don't think my voice would be able to handle the... The theatrical reading that i want to do
1: uh greg tweets at us he says does 05 ben look more or less like dane cook than mike schaefer looks like the guy who covers ohio state football nate
2: who also covered purdue football
1: yeah right
2: who also looks like mark polini who also looks like jb holmes who also
1: looks like mike schaefer who
2: also looks like shane lowry the
1: circle is complete that's a 05 ben roethlisberger circle anyway
2: I just I would love to be walking through an airport and someone comes up to me and they think I'm gonna have an Irish accent because I'm Shane Lowry. You like, should just
1: do it and say "Top of the morning."
2: They'll just be like, "That was a great British Open performance." And Thank I you. Undoubtedly, won't hear them. Yeah. I'm like,
1: what? Yeah, you should get like a, like a paint like what's what's a golf brand like a Callaway. Bag. I just, every
2: time I fly, I wear specifically golf clothes. Right. Yeah. So Did you get the, like a
1: Callaway travel bag or something yeah. like that.
2: Who is who is Shane Lowry's big sponsor? Am I just going to have to wear a Net Jets um, polo every time I'm in the.
1: Oh, we got sent a picture of Dane Cook. He looks pretty fat now. And he's dating a 19 year old? Cool. Well,
2: that's good for him. Well,
1: if he wants it to be.
2: Uh, it looks like Taneo and Emek. I don't know. I don't know any of Shane Lowry's sponsors, so I can't do
1: that. This is all part of the ground that we have covered on today's show. This more just recently, because I had the realization that Dane Cook looked like 05 Ben Roethlisberger, <clears throat> who was coached by Mark Whipple, not Dane Cook. 05 Ben Roethlisberger was.
2: When are we going to have the conversation that Mark Whipple and Steve Sipple? it all just sort of sounds... Like, when will we
1: get the Whipple Sipple podcast? Yeah,
2: it's, it's basically Sipple to Whipple is going to be the podcast.
1: The Whipple around yeah. with Sipple. The Whipple
2: around. There you go. Another one.
1: In fact, I will make that offer available to him right now on 93.7 The Ticket. If him and Sipple want to get together and they can work out the time or whatever it is, I am offering spot a spot on The Ticket to have the Whipple Sipple show. And uh we will air that. Will there be a fake Mark Whipple that can talk to fake Steve Sipple? I don't know I don't know enough about him yet
2: if he's parody worth parody worthy. I mean, it more so that it can just play into fake Steve Sipple.
1: There's a lot of things that I like about this. I like I'm still overall relatively dubious as to if they can get this thing rolling in one year, because that's kind of the the space that you have right now. Um, but I think out of the things that y- you wanted out of these hires, uh, things that you were looking to accomplish, traits that you're looking to have in your locker room, um, stuff like that, I I think you checked a few boxes here with Ryola and Whipple. I, I Really, I, I mean... Well, the biggest one
2: you checked is you got a veteran coach in the yep. offensive room yep. that has been a head coach. I mean... I know Sam has talked about this quite a bit, but the idea for Scott Frost is that basically Mark Whipple can handle some of the stuff that allows Frost to then really focus in on the Xs and Os or whatever it is. We don't we won't know until they play in Ireland and probably won't know until halfway through September how different this offense is going to be and how much Mark Whipple's fingerprints are on it. Because I don't just expect Scott Frost is going to be like, "Well, here you go, right. I'm gonna be in the office.
1: Yeah. So I mean there's still that 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 aspect of all, but the fact that it's, it's, a it's veteran the biggest coach, part of it's yeah. the biggest part of it. Now you still want you still want Frost to, I mean, he has to do that, right. But hiring a guy as I think qualified and as experienced as he brought in. Um, running different offenses, doing different things with all types of different quarterbacks and experience levels of quarterbacks. Now, I I think people want to immediately go back to Kenny Pickett from this year and say, man, that guy's a Heisman finalist and their offense was really humming and they were scoring like crazy. And I think, yeah, sure. Um, But at the same time, what Nebraska will be next year in a different league – um with a different type of talent level in comparison to that league not that Pitt was out of the you know out of control good or anything like that as far as the talent perspective is concerned but you're almost for sure going with a first year starting quarterback yeah next year
2: well for this team for sure i mean for for
1: nebraska yeah, yeah. how quickly are you able to get that thing off the ground with that um <laughs> i mean do the first few games provide you any sort of any sort of wiggle room as far as that's concerned, or sort of kind of a runway up to the latter half of the season? How many wins can they kind of stretch out? I I, I like. I think you were kind of getting at this earlier. I like these hires from a longer term perspective.
2: Yeah, I, like it looks good I'm, if you felt like this staff was going to be yeah. kind of together for three seasons. I'm
1: I'm somewhat. Skeptical that it can happen quickly. Like if these could have happened, you know, if, if Mark Whipple
2: happened instead of Matt Lubick ever happening. I don't know that Nebraska is exponentially better. Yeah, Um. I think they win more than six games. I think his presence and his ability to maybe help Adrian Martinez could have been pretty interesting over a couple years stretch. But I don't I can't say for sure that it would work. Yeah. But as far as building a staff, like I, I like all of these hires for different reasons. The Rayola one's the one I'm most skeptical on because he doesn't have the track record. Uh certainly not compared to Mickey Joseph and, and to Mark Whipple, but he's still someone that at least has a connection to the Big Ten, which I think is a pretty good starting point if you've listened to anything that we talked about as far as this conference goes.
1: No kidding. You listen to the show today at all.
2: Yeah. Now, Whipple does not have a connection to the Big Ten Conference, but being a longtime veteran coach and having coached in the NFL, he at least is going to have a better sort of understanding of what he's going to get into than, you know,
1: maybe a Graham Harrell. I mean, he knows tough physical football, so I I know it. Looks like, you look, they threw it 35 times a game this year. They threw it 40 times a game I was game actually going to look year. this up. Do you know how many attempts Pickett has for the year? Oh, no, I don't. I don't know what his stats are. I wonder how much that would average out per game.
2: So, it's 497 attempts for the season. That's 13 divided by, or 497 divided by 13. Yep. And my calculator tells me... 38 attempts a game. Yep. So, you know, maybe if you bring that down by six and it's 32 a game, that's probably in line with where Adrian was at over across 11 games this year.
1: Yeah, but that's significantly more. Yeah. Uh, That's significantly more. But I, I, I don't think you're copying and pasting Pitt's offense from this year over to Nebraska next year. I think what you're hiring Whipple for is he brings a bunch of different pieces of offenses with him. And has a specific knowledge of the pass game and how it works, and what it what it takes to have a successful pass game, right? And then you pair that together with Frost's inherent knowledge of offenses and stuff like that. There's one thing he, I mean, he can he can definitely scheme still, um, and is probably a little bit better at the at the run piece of it and how to operate that part of it, given his experiences. And you, try and, and you try and mix and mash that together. I mean, he's been – it's not just throwing 38 times a game at Pitt. It's doing – it's it's throwing less than that at Pitt. It's Pitt wasn't really known as that until over the last couple of years here as Pickett has kind of grown and their strengths have kind of lied there. He was a Cleveland Browns quarterback coach in, in 2011 and 12. Brandon Whedon. He's a UMass head coach. For five years, in 2014 and 2018. And
2: then he was before then, too. And Yeah,
1: in, in 1998 to 2003. Pittsburgh's, he's been in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. He's been in the Philadelphia Eagles offense. He's been in uh, Miami's offense for a, a couple years, right? What are all those things? Who are all the coaches that he's connected to? It brings, you know, you just bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table, which is good. And hopefully Frost, what you hope is, Frost is, willing to kind of um listen and and pair that with what he's what with what he's bringing in we'll take a quick break here we'll come back more up next on happer and shaffer follow connor and mike on twitter at connor happer at mike j shaffer you're listening to happer and shaffer